Okay, uh, my video got interrupted by my alarm, but that is okay. Um, as I was saying, I've talked about starting a podcast with a couple of my friends, and um, we did not yet. We have not. Um, so maybe this is just me being an only child and doing it by myself. <laughs> no, honestly, seriously. Um, I, I have a lot of things that I do, and this is not, you know how we say in culture, this is not really on my bingo card right now, um, but I have a lot of dreams, and sometimes I feel like I've had this dream, and I feel like this dream is something that's like a message for somebody else, especially if the dream uh, centrally revolves around another person that I'm like, okay, I need to share this with that person because this dream is about that person. But then sometimes I'll have a dream and there will be like this big central, um, this big central theme that I feel like is applicable for everybody. So, um, here we are, here's the dream. I'm gonna, um, just tell you um, how it looks in my notes, um, it's very long, this is not going to be like a one minute, two minute, three minute thing, um, so just follow me, um, and maybe I will kind of come up for air sometimes to step away from the actual reading and reading of the story, but it just kind of goes through the story of like the last couple of days leading up to the dream that I had September 6th, which was like three days ago. And I will briefly mention the dream that I had tonight, to, to this morning, whatever, whenever it happened. Anyway, so yeah, and the time is now 5.42 in the morning, um, September 9th. I have to work in about 15 minutes, so here I am trying to do something that seems a little bit impossible. But anyway, here we go. Okay. <clears throat> I was having this moment of peace about 12 hours ago where I was just moving in slow motion and I was driving about 20 miles per hour, just going through this revelation about how everything is gonna be okay. As a ride share driver, Friday is usually prime time for hustling, but I didn't feel that in my spirit. Oddly enough, the road I was driving on when I was going 20 miles per hour, the speed limit was actually 30 miles per hour, which means that most people were probably going 40 as some of them went around me. Anyway, that's besides my point. Typically, I work really hard on Fridays, but I worked a little, and then I went to go get my massage that I try to get as often as I can afford it. Although it was only $20, it felt sacrificial from a perspective of time and money. However, I believe in divine alignment, and right after I left the massage, I ran into a friend who was hosting an event. Again, another sacrifice of time and money because I had to pay to get into the event and by this time it's about 8 p.m. I was on the phone with my best friend sharing this revelation of peace that I had talking about whether I should go to the event and I went to the phone, I went to the car to charge my phone for a second and the night passed and I went to the event and I stayed until about 10 p.m. where I decided it was time to get to the hustle. A wise woman once said, you won't be able to hustle up on the blessing that's coming to you. I was expecting my best friend. I was explaining to my best friend that some of us have needs that are so large that we won't be able to meet them in our natural power no matter how hard we work. And that's where faith comes into play. 
As I look at the data, Friday is usually a day where I work about 12 to 14 hours, but on this day, yesterday, I only worked four hours. I felt the spirit of tiredness, and if I'm honest, hopelessness and despair. Um, many of the fares being offered to me at that hour were ranging between $2.82 and $3.85. And I wrestled with it for an hour. Of course, God met me there, and there were some fares that were $5 and the $3 tip, and that's okay because I was born in the 90s, and I know how to still be thankful for the $5 bill. Again, anyway, besides my point, my reason for telling this story at 4 o'clock in the morning is that I just woke up from one of those dreams that really make you wonder what God was saying. And it's interesting because this is the time I normally get home, but I guess I'm skipping a little ahead like they do in movies. But I should remind you that I threw in the towel about four hours early and I came home and went to bed. So it's a blessing to be awake at this hour on the heels of a revelation. Praise God for rest. Anyway, I had a dream three days ago that I was on a boat and the waters had risen. Well, let me preface that it was one of those two or three story boats that you can slide off of the top of. And there were some older people and some younger people present. And I noticed that the waters had risen up to the top level of the boat. I was sitting on the back side of the boat and I was watching some of the younger people out floating on the top of the water and relaxing. In the dream, I was worried that if I got in the water that I would get my hair wet and I was even more worried that if I allowed myself to float like that, that I might be taken away by the current like one of my brothers who I lost a few years ago. The boat was made just like the ones on the lake that we lost him. So I've mentioned before that God speaks through dreams. And if you want to understand more about that, you can look it up in the Bible or you can watch Interpretation of Dreams by Pastor Stephanie E.K. But I assumed as I, I assumed, as I often do prematurely, that I knew what the meaning of this dream was. I thought it meant that everyone around me is experiencing peace, but I'm worried and fearful. I love this phrase in culture right now where people say that two things can be true, and they can, but three days later I'm having a bigger revelation that's not really a me thing, it's an us thing, so I want to share it. I'm typing this so that I don't have... I'm typing this so I don't know if as I read it, I will be at 30 minutes or three minutes, but please follow me. It looks like I'm at about seven minutes and I'm maybe about 33% through. Anyway, um, I was fasting last month. Um, I was fasting last month into the beginning of this month and I was worried about the fact that the time was more focused on the fitness aspect and not enough on the spiritual aspect. After all, I was fasting for 40 days and 40 nights like Jesus did. I simultaneously got invited into a 21-day fitness challenge somewhere along the way. So as I'm wrestling with this feeling of lack of spiritual focus, I was thinking that I should try to read some part of the Bible, and I started reading Joshua. I got midway through, and then I skipped a few days, and I realized that I couldn't remember where I was, so I kind of fell off. Yesterday, I had decided that I was going to watch a video that breaks down the whole book so that I could wrap my head around it. And after watching it, I decided that I was going to start over and read all over again. 
as I was reading chapter three today, some of the words led me back to that dream because it said, starting at verse five, after three days, the officers went through the camp, giving orders to the people. When you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God and the Levitical priest carrying it, you are to move from your positions and follow it. Then you will know which way to go, since you have never been this way before. But keep a distance of about 2,000 cubits between you and the Ark. Do not go near it. I love how it says, do not go near it because you have never been this way before, because so many of us experience this time in our lives where we need to keep a distance from a thing while we are guided or until the appointed time for us to experience the way in which we should go. For me, right now, I want to experience home ownership and land development, but it's not quite my time to submit any paperwork or applications because I don't have any money. Um, continuing to verse 5, Joshua told the people, Consecrate yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do amazing things among you. I looked up that word consecrate, and it means to set apart or to make or declare sacred. Take what you will that for where you are in your life. Um, moving along, it says, Joshua said to the priest, take up the Ark of the Covenant and pass on ahead of the people. So they took it up and went ahead of them. And the Lord said to Joshua, today I will begin to exalt you in the eyes of Israel so that they may know that I am with you as I was with Moses. Tell the priests who carry the Ark of the Covenant, when you reach the edge of the Jordan's waters, go and stand in the river. When you reach the edge of the Jordan's water, go and stand in the river. Joshua said to the Israelites, come here and listen to the words of the Lord your God. This is how you will know that the living God is among you and that he will certainly drive out before you the Canaanites, Hittites, Hivites, Perizzites, Gergeshites, Amorites, and Jebusites. See, the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord of all the earth will go into the Jordan ahead of you. So then choose 12 men from the tribes of Israel, one of each tribe, and as soon as the priests who carry the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth, set foot in the Jordan, its waters flowing downstream will be cut off and stand up in a heap. I know that was a lot of words. I'm going to break it down, but in the context of the dream. So this is what led me back to the dream from three days ago, because I'm now understanding that the water that was before the boat was standing in a heap. In real life, it's impossible for a heap of water to be standing as tall as the boat while a person, me, sits on the other side of the boat dry and people float on water. It's just impossible, but I've noticed that God speaks through impossibilities. Many of my dreams have been impossibilities. Um, like the dream I had last night where I drowned my Tesla in a lake and I don't have a Tesla, so that's impossible. <laughs> um, anyway, finishing the text. Um, Starting at verse 14, it says that, So when the people broke camp across the Jordan, the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant went ahead of them. So now the Jordan is at flood stage all during harvest. Um, yet as soon as the priests who carried the Ark reached the Jordan and their feet touched the water's edge, the water from upstream stopped flowing. It piled up in a heap at a great distance away at a town called Adam in the vicinity of Zarephan, while the waters, while the water flowing to the Sea of Araba, that is the Dead Sea, was completely cut off, so the people crossed the opposite of Jericho. The priests who carried the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord 
stepped in the middle of the Jordan and stood on dry ground while all Israel passed by until the whole nation had completed the crossing on dry ground. So I want to revisit that part really quick where it says their feet touched the water's edge. And I purposefully read that part so because I feel like it's so important and juicy. Um, Many of us haven't even truly um, began to stick our feet in the water. Afraid the water is cold. Afraid we can't swim. Afraid we might drown. Scared it won't work out. Scared we'll have anxiety. Scared we'll be overwhelmed. Scared and fear. Scared and fear. Scared means a state of nervousness or panic. Fear means apprehension, but they both cause us to stand still at the things we're supposed to be stepping into. If we look at this text and we truly believe God, we would see that if we would step our toe in the water, that toe would be followed by a foot and then followed by another foot and then our feet and finally the water's edge and the waters will be caused to stand still industries will stand still in your presence issues will stand still in your presence but in order for you to be present you need to put one foot in front of the other and get started one of my favorite verses says do not despise these small beginnings for the lord rejoices to see the work begin and that is zechariah 4 10 in the new living translation But yeah, many of us just need to begin and then as it happens in the text, your beginning will pave the way for other people to begin. So put your toe in the water and take that step. The waters will stand. And I named this The Waters Will Stand. Um, um, That's it. That's all I have. Um, I would love to talk to more people about their dreams especially in the context of what is being said from God um I let me see if I can adjust that camera a little bit because I'm not quite centered up and then that's all right anyway we'll deal with that on the next episode or or however this thing um pans out